0: Welcome to Real Talk, Real Woman, Breaking the Silence Around Abuse. I am Gemma Serenity-Gorokov, your host, and today we have the honor of having Raven Ray joining us. Raven, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much. Can you please introduce yourself a little bit with an emphasis on the kind of abuse you overcame in your life?
1: Yes. And thank you so much for having me, Gemma. I am Raven Bray. I am a singer, author, and a professional butterfly. And I call myself a professional butterfly because even through all of the music and my writing and everything, it all comes back to my story and where I started from. And where I started from was being a four-year-old, learning how to sing, how to find my voice, how to um, grow into myself. And then um, a few years after that, the abuse that I experienced was um, sexual assault um, by a neighbor. And that caused me to really have to grow up quickly. And I didn't really see myself as a kid anymore. In a lot of ways, it was like, I felt older than a lot of my friends and my peers, even though I was the youngest one out of my friend group. Um, And it was really interesting to have to kind of navigate that type of um, just, just life thing that you're going through of already just trying to find your voice and then be hit with that. Um, and then previous to that, I had just lost my mother at four, at five years old. So it was a lot of um, just like navigating and kind of trying to learn who I am and, and growing. That's a hard starting of a
0: life. Yeah. I'm sorry that you got through all of that because it's really, it did build you up in a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you learned resilience, you learned when did you learn to love yourself? Mm. Despite everything that happened to you, around you, that impacted you. When did you learn to love yourself?
1: That is a loaded answer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like um I kind of went in and out of it as a kid i was i was very confident um in a lot of ways um i I marched to the beat of my own drum and i did things that made me happy and then i lost the confidence and the and the love for myself through body dysmorphia and a lot of um, trauma and other things medical issues that i was going through my teen years so i didn't really learned to love myself until I started going to therapy and working through that trauma and actually um, learning how to look at myself outside of what I have been through. Because we go through things, but we are not those things that we go through. That is
0: so true. When you are able to actually dissociate your identity from the event, from the interaction from whoever telling you whatever you are because they feel like it. Doesn't mean that you are that way. Yes. Yeah, you learned a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You learned a lot. Um, At some point, so I can imagine, easily imagine, that starting off, with sexual abuse as it at a young age, the so loss of your mom at a young age, like four and five years old, that's super early to, to go through all of that. I can easily imagine that then going on, you continued a an experience of regular abuse, maybe even uh, sexual abuse as a as a young adult or something like that. I don't know, but I can easily imagine that you kept on living through difficulties throughout teenage years throughout uh, and throughout adulthood can you maybe just like put a few words yes. on that
1: yeah i i um very thankfully didn't experience any more abuse um sexually after that but a lot of um, what I experienced was replaying the event over and over in my mind. And you kind of, um, like you said, you disassociate yourself from, from the event. But I, I kept putting myself there. And then I had to, in therapy, actually work through that actual, um, that actual trauma and, and literally like step by step we did EMDR therapy, which is where you literally put yourself back into the event and you and you reframe those thoughts and reframe them to be positive, um, to, to say that, yes, I was hurt, but I can heal from this. I can, I can, this will not be my story forever. This will not be um, anything that you know, puts me down in a negative way. So it was very empowering um, to, to go through that experience to heal. Um, but, but yeah, a lot of it was just like self-talk and, and replaying over and over and over again. And, and that's traumatic in its own right.
0: Yeah, this is how you actually create post-traumatic stress disorder when you keep on living again the same event, the same traumatic event in your mind, mm-hmm. in your head, and then it becomes almost something exterior to you, throwing mm-hmm. itself on you, and you're here like, okay, what do you with that? Because, yeah, it did yeah. happen, but there is a big timeline difference between now mm-hmm. and then.
1: Right, yeah. Wow.
0: So what is that shift in consciousness? You said you worked on EMDR, so you were really definite on your intention to be well. That is one of the things. What is that transition in your mind, in your mindset, in your heart, that really made you go from, all right, that happened to me, but that doesn't define me, as you mentioned. Mm this is who I am now. Do you have a story about that transition?
1: Yeah, so I really found my shift. As you said, I did go through therapy, but I had to go deeper because therapy is is great. It's It's very, it can be very surface level depending on who you're speaking with. But when you actually take yourself off of that couch or out of that chair, talking with someone face to face and you do the inner work, that's like where I really found my clarity is by doing the inner work and through meditation. So I was meditating like every day and really getting into my head to get out of my head, if that makes sense. It was, it was like a, a period of, I have to get to know myself. Who am I? Who do I wanna be? outside of anything I've gone through in my life, all of the trauma, who am I um, outside of my music? Who am I outside of everything? Who am I? So it was just a lot of inner work, sitting with myself, um, a lot of um, not being around people and just just being almost not a recluse, but just just being to myself to really figure it out so that's that's what i did and and that really helped me i call it going in the cave sometimes like you have to go in the cave you have to work some stuff out you have to sit with yourself and just let yourself breathe and like really process so you really learned how to
0: connect with your deeper self Mm -hmm. And that is the saving grace for you. Yeah.
1: In your story.
0: About what age were you when you finally were available to connect with your deeper self?
1: I was twenty-one. It was around the pandemic, yeah, and um, that's when I really because we couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> That's right. so so it was that was really the only thing that there was to do was connect with self, go outside, put my feet in the grass, walk around barefoot and really ground myself to nature um get my chakras aligned. That was a really big thing was learning about that and learning that you know there's there's disconnect through the body and not only am I, Not only was I medically ill, but there was there was mental things going on, things going on in my heart. So it was like a way that I had to just become realigned and and really just like dig through everything that was amiss (laughs) and just figure it out. So, yeah, that, that's what I did during the pandemic. If anybody wants to know, I wrote music and I meditated.
0: <laughs> but that is magical. You tapped into the magic power that we have available around us and you are receptive to it. Yeah. yeah it's beautiful.
1: Thank you. Well, Thank
0: you. It's amazing. So tell us a little bit about your
1: professional butterfly. What does that <laughs> mean? Yes. So everyone knows, or maybe some people don't know, the butterfly's life cycle has four steps. So you're the egg, then you're a caterpillar, then you're in the chrysalis, and then you're the butterfly. So I compare that to my story of how I started out in an incubator when I was born. I was born sick and prematurely. I started out in this egg environment and had to fight for my life. And then I moved into my adolescence and I was growing through this caterpillar stage of the abuse, the trauma, learning who I was, losing my mother, just being a kid period. And then I moved on to you know teenage years and into my chrysalis where you literally break down to build yourself back up. And that's literally what the butterfly does in the cocoon. Um, and then going through therapy and um, writing music again and getting back to myself to eventually grow to be a butterfly on the other side of the trauma and the abuse. So that's where that comes from and why I call myself a professional butterfly, because I put my story and my message into everything because I believe that that's what really helps people is getting to tell your story in a way that can resonate. Um, even if I'm singing r and bi I'm going to find a way to put my story in there somehow and Sneak some inspiration in there, even if it's a love song. There's always going to be something tied to where I've been, where I am now, and where I'm going.
0: All right. So, as a singer and an author, what is uh, what did you publish as an author?
1: Yes. So, as an author, I published my book, Butterfly Language. <laughs> Um, And this is my baby, my newest baby. (laughs) Um, And it's an interactive book that combines my story um, and I tell it from a very authentic place, but I also allow the reader to journey through my music. So I'm telling the stories behind my music and I'm um, giving the reader some lessons and activities that they can use. And it doesn't matter if you're a CEO, if you're an entrepreneur, if you work a nine to five, if you're aspiring to do something, if you are getting yourself out of a traumatic experience, you've just experienced abuse, it doesn't matter who you are. Um, this book is for people to feel inspired and uplifted. That's beautiful. Thank you. Raven, I'm so
0: grateful because you are bringing the words of hope, light, peace, from a youth perspective. Mm -hmm. Because if you were 21 during the pandemic, that means that you are 24, about that, 23, 24. That means that you you are speaking the truth from a youth perspective in your 20s. That's amazing because many people, many young people, want to have someone of their age group speaking Mm -hmm. into that inner growth, that self-improvement and all those things. Mm
1: -hmm. Connecting
0: with your deeper self and all of that. That's truly, truly amazing. I'm very grateful to have you today.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: If there is one website or one place that you want to send people to connect with you, to listen to your music, to learn more about you, where
1: would that be? Yes, I would send everyone to my Facebook at RavenRayOfficial. Official. And that's also a dual name for my Instagram as well.
0: All right. Raven Ray Official and Ray's yeah. R-A-E for those who are just listening and Raven R-A-V-E-N. All right. Well, thank you. Again, we are going to put all your information in the description. Whenever you update them, let me know. We will keep them updated. And, yes. uh, and thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.